Hey, what's up, Bucketheads? It's Joe with at CBBDFS. On with me today is Bird. And Bird, we did it. The national championship is tonight. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be an awesome game. We, you know, we, we kind of deserve this, right? After getting everything taken away from us last year, we deserve the top two teams to play each other. This is, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, magical, magical. These two teams were supposed to play earlier in the year. COVID took that away from us. And the tournament kind of was a little wonky, so we didn't know if we were going to get this type of matchup. But when all the dust is cleared, we're getting one versus two. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, so excited, and it's it's been an awesome year. Uh, awesome year with our bucket heads. We've, we've won people a lot of money this year. We have. Uh, we've done pretty good ourselves, so uh, mm-hmm. it's been awesome. It has. So excluding the Gonzaga-Baylor game or Gonzaga-UCLA game on Saturday, do you have a favorite moment from the tournament so far? Um, well, you know, the, that Abilene Christian game was pretty fun. I, you know, we, we watched that together and it was kind of the last the last slate. And it, it, that was just fun watching that defense kind of run around like crazy people. And uh, I, I thought that was that was pretty enjoyable. What about you? Uh, I, I liked watching Oral Roberts. Uh, Abus yes. was something else, and that team was just easy to get behind. They they played a fun style of basketball, and they're going to mostly be back next year. So we'll see a lot of them, I think, in DFS slates next year. Yeah, I hope so. They were a blast to watch. So our our uh, bracket pod we did, which was the last podcast, that one did pretty well. Uh, we, we called some nice upsets, and you know we kind of poo-pooed on the Big Ten, and the Big Ten kind of poo-pooed on themselves in the tournament. Um, any thoughts from how that bracket pod went? Uh, yeah, we I think we did pretty well. You know, we talked to up Oral Roberts uh, a lot. We talked about Evelyn Christian. Uh, like you said, we we were not high on the Big Ten, and and that uh, that turned out to be accurate. Uh, Alabama let us down a little bit. They did, um, which was frustrating. And then obviously, you know, we we kind of died in that one side of the bracket. But overall, uh, I think we did pretty good. Good conversation. At yeah. Least. Three out of the four final fours. I think that was pretty good this year. Um, we got behind Houston. We also had that North Texas upset. Not very common. We were all over that one. So it was a good year for us, I think, in our bracket pod. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we we've, were two for two in, in terms of success on our brackets, our bracket pods. Yeah. We also did the tourney challenge uh, on ESPN. We had about 50 or so entries into that with the winner taking home a free hat. Now, Bird, if Baylor wins, you're going to tie for the victory, but I'm disqualifying you from getting a hat because I know you already have at least two. I do. I already have two. They're both awesome. So it looks like, yeah, if Baylor wins, I cracky and, and I would tie for first. And so I cracky would win the hat. And then if, if not, it looks like if Gonzaga wins, uh, the username user. ES, ESPN 6632701 would, would take it down. So we're not really sure who that is, um, but, we're, but we'll be interested to find out. Yeah. So if you are iCracky or ESPN 6632770111, send us a DM on Twitter uh, if your team wins, and uh, we'll make sure to get your address so we can send you a hat. I um, want to thank everybody for playing. It was an awesome tournament. We do have, uh, if some if these do go unclaimed, we're going to go to our runners-up, because I think you you tie again if Gonzaga wins, or it's something weird, but 15R Hanson 1 is the runner-up if the Zags, if I, if uh, ESPN 663277011 doesn't step forward and the Zags win, then it's going to be 15R Hanson 1, who is the hat leader, and uh, Nuthouse 3, which I love that name, uh, that's if Baylor wins and uh, iCracky doesn't step forward. The hat would go, then go to you guys. But thank you, everybody, again, for participating, and uh, we're ready for the national championship game, I think. 
Uh, yeah, we've got uh, DraftKings giving out $50,000 to first for the showdown. So um, I, <laughs> how many way, how many way tie for first is it going to be? Yeah, a lot, you know, especially when you're talking about almost 12,000 entries, you know, there's only so many different showdown lineups you can create. So um, it's just one of those things where uh, I don't know. What do you think, Bird? Yeah, so I, it depends on how you want to how you want to go how you want to look at these, right? With the showdowns, I think you have to, if you want to try to win fifty thousand dollars, you're going to have to try to create a unique lineup, which means you're not going to spend all your salary. Um, you're probably going to have uh, a somewhat out of the box captain, um, and, and so I think so you have to so. make a decision. Are, are you okay tying with? 250 other people for first and, and if so that it would which, you know still be a good payout you know it's gonna be good money uh, or do you want to try to create maybe a, a a lineup that has negative expected value but if if something weird happens and, and you're the only one who has that lineup you know you're, you're winning a ton of money so i think you just got to make a decision there that uh if you just want to cash or if you want to try to get weird and, and know you might not cash at all but you have a chance to, to be live for 50k so it's kind of an interesting It'll be unique, but it'll be fun. You know, obviously both teams play a pretty short bench, um, so you kind of know who the guys are, which which helps out a lot. No, I, I agree, and I think I think it's uh, I think I'm gonna have a couple different showdown lineups. I, I'm wondering if this will even fill. Right now, it's still under half, and we're what eight hours, six hours to tip. Um, but that that's neither here nor there. I'm gonna have a couple different lineups. I think I think I'm gonna have the chalky ones so I can get a piece of the action. But then at the same time, I like the idea of building something super unique like a JTT lineup, you know, <laughs> or yeah. something weird that that could just because something like that is the only way someone's taking home 50k. I agree with you there. Yeah, you got to get kind of weird. And you know, looking at the looking at the stats, uh, there's nothing that really stands out a whole lot. Both teams. Uh, Gonzaga keeps teams off the three-point line pretty well. They do give up the majority of their points uh, inside the arc. Uh, Zags are going to play super fast, uh, number one offense in the nation. Um, it, it, it's I, you do you want to just kind of go through this? Do you do you are you do you have a lean at captain so far or anything like that when you're looking at your lineups? Well, I, I, Gonzaga's been on a lot of showdowns this year, and I've smashed Suggs into that uh, captain spot all year long. I can't do it tonight. He might be a 35% captain tonight, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I think you know, coming off the obviously the amazing shot that he hit, I would I would expect he has probably the highest ownership, especially since he's kind of the third highest priced captain mm-hmm. overall. Um, so so that may be step one if you're trying to get unique is is maybe not play yeah. Suggs. Right. Uh, I, uh, Timmy, uh, you know, the, the lack of rebounding has kind of scared me a little bit. Now each game has its own kind of script and feel to it. Um, but at 15 K I might look at him more in a non-captain role because there are games where he disappears on the board. Um, Kispert is interesting to me, just kind of staying with Gonzaga and it's hard to argue with what AI has done this whole tournament. He's really been their rock, uh, each game. Uh, he's a, just an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable rebounder as well. And, and you know, so that, that, that certainly helps. Um, you know, when you think about Gonzaga, he's probably not the first guy that comes to mind. And so it, he's, he's a, a kind of a, a interesting, maybe contrarian option to be a captain. Cause he could certainly have what 24 points, nine rebounds, a couple blocks and a steal. Oh like yeah. That's, that's in the, in the realm of possibility, right? For sure. For sure. Especially if Baylor's going to shoot a bunch from the outside. They're an excellent three point shooting team. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I like AI a lot. I think he's a real live captain. I'd rather play him there than Nebhart for 2000 lefts. Nebhart's a little pricey for that captain spot. If you ask me, um, but I do like Nebhart in general to get him into your traditional lineups. Uh, cause you know, he's only going to cost you about 6,000. Yeah. And it really, do you, th- are you going to play Watson at all in any of your lineups? I mean, he just, he, he really yeah, probably not. No, he has. I mean, he gets the 20 minutes, and uh, he's someone who loves to smash the lesser competition, and Baylor's not going to be the lesser competition. So I, I'm probably not going to stay Watson unless I have something really contrarian where I have him in there. Um, but these Gonzaga guys, I, I think you need – I don't think this is a, a, a type of showdown. And ask me if you do this. Um do you ever stack one side and then throw an a Gonzaga guide? Would you would you consider stacking five Baylor plays and then going to Gonzaga, one Gonzaga guy? I, I think that'd be really hard to do. I, I think four and two is probably the, the the biggest mix I would probably lean there, just because each team has so many good players, right? Like I just don't see a scenario where just one guy goes off for a team and that's it. Right. And and I'm not sure. I mean, Zags could have a super balanced game. They did. They did against UCLA, I guess. Um, I, I guess. But but if, if you're trying to be different, I think you certainly five one Baylor, five Baylor <laughs> and one Gonzaga would be unique, that, right? That would be unique. But then you really need that Baylor smash if you're playing that game flow. Yeah, you would. Which again, you, you sometimes you got to do things. You got you have to do the unexpected a little bit on these showdowns if you're trying to win it on on your own. So I, I think being contrarian, if there's ever a time in the season to be contrarian, it's it's on this slate. So before we get into Baylor Bird, let me ask you: Do you when you when you're building a showdown lineup, do you try to kind of in your head work out the narrative of how this game's going to go, and then build that showdown lineup to that narrative? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, you kind of maybe look at the matchups a little bit and say, you know, I don't think this guy is, is going to be the guy today. So maybe I'll I'll take him out. So say we, you know, Baylor plays, uh, re- defends the three really well. So maybe we'll say, I don't think this is a Kispert game. So, so I just mm-hmm. take him off my, off my log. So if it's not a Kispert game and, you know, I think Baylor can be exposed sometimes inside, then you know, maybe it's a Timmy game. So, so maybe right. I make Timmy my captain. I take Kispert out, who's the, who's like the next highest priced or you yeah. know, one of the higher priced players, and, and, and then kind of work through it like that way. I, I don't know. How do you do it? No, I do it the same way. And, and, you know, I find this a little more successful in NFL where if you hit that game flow narrative, you're going to cash. Yeah. Now, tonight might be a little bit different with all the entries and the minimal amount of options. But, uh, yeah, when we were talking about that 5-1 Baylor lineup, I mean, that's clearly playing a narrative, and if it hits, you are in the money, period. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about that. And, and, and I like it. Again, I think you you got to be a little bit more aggressive, maybe a, a little bit more unique than, than you normally would be. So so, so right. I, I do like that. I think that's a good idea. So let's flip over to this Baylor team. So Butler's their big guy, um, non-captain. He's 9,200. Um, Gonzaga's pretty sound defensively. No one talks about him as a defensive team, but they're they're good enough to get it done. But at the same time, I don't think Butler's going to have any issues getting shots up. No, and he, he he shot the ball really well last game. It was nice to see. He struggled a little right. bit early in the tournament. Um, so, so that was great to see. I think I think Butler will be popular. I think I think Dave Gunn Mitchell has, you know, he's probably helped his stock more than almost anybody in the country in terms of the tournament this year. He's so quick for step. He's hitting shots. Yeah. Uh, excellent defender. Um, I think he'll be really popular too. I think him and Suggs maybe would be the mo- two most popular captains potentially. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. Now, after that, you know, it gets a little, a little picky with Baylor, and I say that meaning it's hard to pick the guy. You know, is it going to yeah. be a Teague's pretty safe, but then is it going to be a Flagler, a Mayer, or are one of the post guys going to come out, or is Vital going to come back from the dead, who's kind of been low on minutes lately? <laughs> Yeah, I, so I, so those are I think you hit on two really kind of key storylines I think of this showdown. So one, I think everyone will pick uh, Meyer over Flagler because of the price. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think Meyer Meyer will own be a lot more highly owned than, than Flagler. So so I think that's one. And then like you said with Vital, holy cow! I mean the guy is getting four fouls every single game, five fouls. I mean he is he is in foul trouble start to finish every game, and we know he's a player who's He's a good player. Like he's a proven, good fit in proven. this matchup. He can rebound. He's physical. Um, he's a great defender. But holy cow, you got to stay on the court, man. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I mean, I mean this super cheap. Yeah, super cheap for a guy who, in the regular season up until this tournament run, was getting 30 minutes a game, high 20 minutes a game. You know, has yeah. double double upside on here. He's not the most offensive player, but. I mean, he's going to get a couple steals, block a couple shots, and rebound in a game where this is going to be severely needed. Yeah, and, and nobody's going to own him because his, his minutes look terrible, uh, and it's truly because of his foul, his foul trouble has just been out of control for this tournament. And that's always the, the outlier that no one can control. You know, all yeah. those Timmy captains could get into some trouble as well. Um, I did like how he how a few did play him against UCLA with four fouls a nice a nice chunk of time. So there's confidence there. And he's a smart player to yeah. be able to work around that. Um, was it JTT uh, who had a surprise 20 against Houston? He had a nice game. He, he played really, really well. And, and I think part of that was probably because Vital, uh, Vital was in a little bit of foul trouble. So Sure. Uh, but but athletically too, like I, I think he's uh, a unique matchup against Timmy. You know, Timmy is just so fundamentally sound, but but JTT's length is really going to could cause some fits. I agree with that. And we kind of glanced JTT over guy, not just you know the young <laughs> well, heartthrob, but just JTT, the basketball player too. Yeah, a little more so Jonathan Taylor Thomas from the home improvement days, but <laughs> you know. To show, but to show what to J, the other everyday John, as Jay Billis used to call him, yeah. uh, I, I like him a lot. But I, I do want to go back because we kind of glanced over Teague, um, sixty six hundred. That just feels like a good price for him. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think he's in a nice spot uh, as as a really a, a great shooter. Even though his his form is a little kind of janky, um, he hits it's shots real and and he can get you know twenty twenty five points uh, any given night. Good deal. Um, and then we talked a little bit on Flagler. Mayor Mayer does have that additional rebounding upside. That's another reason why people might choose him over Flagler. Yeah. But Flagler is one of those guys who can get scorching hot and get a 20-point game on you. Um, so I, I definitely like that. Any dark horses on either side? I mean, we said we weren't going to go to the Watson well on Gonzaga. You're probably not looking at Flo Thamba or anything like that on Baylor. No, I, I don't think so. I'm going to probably... I think if I'm going to get weird, it's going to be with maybe just a, a different captain than maybe maybe somebody than other players would play. And so instead of playing one of the top three guys, you know, maybe I'm going to put in uh, an Ayayi captain. Sure. Or maybe like maybe even get maybe even a, a Meyer captain. I don't know. Like I, I just think you're going to have to do something weird. And I'll probably have a chalk lineup and then kind of a, a get weird lineup. Um, but I, I don't I don't see myself going past uh, Vital to be honest. On the I don't think I'm chart. playing Watson. I don't think I'm playing Thamba. I'm not going to play Cook. No. And that's really it. 
I agree, man. Well, there's only one thing left to do. Uh, have our bucket heads win 50K? Yeah, win all the money, as they say. Yeah, they should do that. That would be awesome. We've had, you know, it's been a really good year. Uh, we've had a lot of Bucketheads win tournaments this year. It would just be kind of icing on the cake here to see some of our Bucketheads make a nice little run. You know, the showdowns are kind of hard. You, there's only there's only so many options you have, right? right. But I think you try to be unique. Um, if you can, try to try to think about something differently. And yeah, I don't know, Joe. What? How do you want to? How do you want to end the year? It's kind of sad. I want to. I want to end the year. It is it is kind of sad, but man, it's been a great year. It's nice to be back after the pandemic shut us down and then looking forward to next year with, oh, we're going to have to do some pods this summer because we got transfer portal stuff. We got coaching changes. We got all kinds of stuff to keep us busy and then really laying that foundation for next year's looking, looking really good. So uh, I'm just... I'm excited to watch this game tonight. I can't think of a better matchup to end the season with. And then really excited to see what we at CBB DFS can do in the off season, whether it be content wise or bringing you guys stuff to keep you engaged until we do this thing all over again in the fall. Yeah, I, I think that sounds great. Looking forward to the future. And, uh, you know, but tonight, obviously we're looking forward to our bucket heads winning all the money. So uh, guys, we appreciate it. Uh, guys and girls, we, we really appreciate your follows and, and, uh, the interaction we, we love being part of the community and love you we guys. want you to win all the money win all the money guys good luck tonight <laughs>